Hello, he's and she's. Welcome to the Bull Moose podcast. I'm Moose, and I'm joined by Bull. Hello. <laughs> this is our first ev- episode of the, of the show, and we, we we just feel like we're a couple of working class gentlemen that feel the crimes of the American government, politics, economy, and just general way of thinking. We And we want to do our part, or at least something to help fix it. This podcast is just that first step. Open discussions, the issues being talked about in plain English is so vital to gaining more eyes and ears to problems that need them. Of course, the world and the economy is going through some shit right now, as we all know, and it's been mm-hmm. talked to death, so we don't want to spend too much time on just that. But, And I don't really think that it's that the virus itself has cracked these things, but it but it says it's exposed the gaping faults in the way the country has been ran for the last 50 to 60 years. And you can feel the bubbling underneath the surface of workers, seeing how poorly they are treated, how little they're cared for, yet still don't know how to go about demanding things from not just their direct boss, like like your in-house general manager or mm-hmm. whatever, but the corporate entity that you only see a handful of times and everyone's always walking on, on eggshells whenever they, they are around. And they don't... Like I was saying, they they only see these people a handful of times throughout their twenty plus year careers at at these places. Yeah, but it just exposes the fact. I seen I seen this tweet earlier that said uh, America is just a third world country with the Gucci belt. <laughs> that is so true. Like we have so many blaring issues, or people are not taking taking care of the way you would expect from you know the richest country in the history of the fucking world. Like we have people from other places of the world that dream about coming to uh, America and all the opportunity they're going to have and all this and that, but then they come to the country and they catch a bad cold and now, you know, they can't go apply for a job for two weeks, blah, blah, blah. But how do you, how would you, where do you start when you want to come in and change things? Yeah, well, that's just the the thing. Like, America is, like, if you're not, if you're not, exposed to the the coronavirus or if you don't have anybody who has got it or you don't know anybody then it doesn't seem like anything's really going on mm. but if you look at the numbers um more than a quarter of the world's deaths is here in the united states let's see how are we country. the richest country and we're doing the worst in this freaking coronavirus response yeah or how are we america's supposed to be number one but we're doing the worst mm-hmm. and good we can't find uh doctors people can't get tested they are giving tests to everybody yet. You're hearing on news, dogs getting tested, cats getting tested. <laughs> but uh, if your mom or your dad or somebody regular who wants to go get tested, working class person, they can't get the, the test. They want to wait for eight, six weeks or until you're on the verge of death for them to even test you. Right. And that's a damn shame. Like, so f- for so long you've heard and you hear the kind of rhetoric from both sides that America is the best, America is number one. But America for so long hasn't been a leader. They've been that bully that f- that you fear and not respect. Yeah, well, outwardly, they've been um, trying to control the global market for the rich, for the corporations, for, for things like uh, Boeing, for airplane production, airplane travel, or for gasoline, like ExxonMobil and stuff like that. Um, tanking Venezuela's government because they don't want to switch over to... Uh, they wanted to switch their gas over to publicized gas where their people would actually make money off of it. Mm. And they said, no, Chevron, you can't be in here. So the United States said, no, what? fine. Uh, you're not going to get any shipments of any, any kind of medical supplies. You're not going to get shipments of 
food, you're not gonna get shipments of whatever you need, and you're gonna we're gonna tank your economy until we force your government out. Until we can place in our friendly government that's gonna say, okay, Chevron, okay, Exxon, we'll come on in and, and take our oil. And that's what's going on all over the world. When when was the Venezuela thing you were talking about? That was happened in when uh, Chavez took over in the nineties. Mm, damn. And like for America too, like uh, you know, you always see the meme of the '90s kid, and like life was so perfect here in America in the '90s. But they were out doing their little schemes and whatnot. That's the thing because it's not talked about. Like media today is um, government funded media, or it's it's company funded media. CNN's owned by the companies, um, owned by corporation, by by Time Warner. So is Fox. So Mm -hmm. is you know all these other. Um, entities and they have their side left right but at the end of the day they're all corporatist at yeah. the end of the day they're all neoliberal li- liberalists they want to exploit the world's natural resources for monetary gain they don't look about 50 years down the road 100 years 200 years down the road they look about right now by next year we have to make more profit than the last mm. and it may not be sinister or it may not be uh, on purpose necessarily they're not trying to destroy the world but that's just the machine of expanding mm. of of infinite growth because infinite growth is not possible we've seen it here today and just we're having yeah. a recession and everything the world said yeah you think the infinite growth is possible then put the brakes on you know <laughs> break the uh, beat the brakes off off of the economy just in the past two months we hear about how much the economy has grown how, how how many jobs over the last three years and we're sitting today at the numbers have peaked or have uh Hurdled over thirty million unemployed in just the last was a month. Yeah, that's fucking insane. And you always heard the buzzword of like bubble economics. While well, this fucking virus has been that giant pin that just popped that shit. Yeah, and well, that's the thing. Most people are not getting the information. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know about Venezuela. Most people don't know about what the U.S. is doing abroad. Most people don't know why we're in the wars we're in and stuff like that. It's because it's not discussed. If you go on the news, they either have mm-hmm. um, some kind of Fear mongering story, or the, either on the left about Trump and what yeah. he's going to do, or on the right about Mexicans what they're going to do, or or what the left's going to do, right? Or they're going to have some fluff piece about you know some college that had a dog on the basketball team and they're going to run that fifteen minutes yeah. and they call that news, <laughs> but they don't discuss you know like Joe Biden and what came out with uh, his sex allegations, his rape allegations, right? That is and it's, it's what was he not only just with the virus like I had talked about in the shows a. Uh, opening but it's like we've seen now with with uh, joe biden's uh sex allegation or sex sex allegations that sounds like i'm six but sexual um assault uh, assault allegations um not being even talked about not being discussed the man himself hasn't been asked a single question on any of these um uh interviews that he's been doing for his campaign and why why would you say that is? Because it doesn't fit the narrative. Mm. It doesn't fit the oh uh, Joe Biden is here. He's going to restore uh, a semblance of like a dignity, decency. dignity, decency yeah. to the office. Oh, now he just, these allegations come out and he makes him just like Trump. Yeah. So it just shows you the uh, you know the BS that you're getting. Even if you think you're getting news and stuff like that, but you're not getting real news. You're getting, you know. Yeah. And, stu- and stuff like this that is so obvious that w- 
seems to be picked up by certain individuals so quickly and so e- e- easily. What, what what do you think? Like there has to be some kind of issue there, right? Like what's what what's the problem? Why can't people go up to their in-house GM and start to ask for raises, start to ask for or in this more specific time like PPE or you know what's lacking yeah. from the people? Well, that's that's the main point. Like you're not getting on the news, the news leaders and things like that. They show the people. Um, what they need to be fighting for, what they need to be talking about, what they need to be discussing. When the news goes on in the 60s and stuff and start covering Vietnam and saying, like, hey, like, things aren't going right here. You're like, there's not an enemy necessarily. Like, sometimes the women and children are dying. Sometimes they're killing villages. Sometimes doing this or showing uh, everything that's going on. And so that's why you have the marches in the 60s and stuff like that. It's because of reporting. Mm Mm-hmm. It's because of what, what what the media was able to do to show the wrongs of the government and same thing with Nixon trials and Watergate and everything like that. Same thing with Cesar Chavez when he goes out and he tells people, you know, we need to uh, we need to um, boycott Driscoll Berries because they're not treating the, their workers right and stuff like that. And then the people know they go out and they tell everybody and they have a boycott and these things are discussed and stuff and, and Driscoll has to sit down with them, has to have a talk with them. But so much now is the people like Cesar Chavez, the people like um, Edward Snowden are silenced, you mm-hmm. know. And then you have leaders who are fake people like Joe Biden, who's basically a puppet now because mm-hmm. he's not there mentally, go up there Facts. and they just spew off whatever the corporations want them to say or yeah. whatever what's, whatever's good and wants them to say or whatever, you know. Um, the donors want him to say and stuff like yeah. that. He's not a real uh, person with real um, ideas, ideas or, or anything in his platform or anything like that. <clears throat> and so we've lost the leaders. We've lost um, the activists because they're constantly silenced, yeah. like under the books and stuff. And then fake people are popped up, people who are safe and stuff like that. False idols. Say, false idols. Stuff like, and it makes us feel okay and things. Mm-hmm. And so we don't have the words to to describe our affliction and stuff like that we don't know what's right what's wrong um so the question has to be then how do we get words into people why are why don't people have the words what what's going on there because i don't believe that frankly you can just blame the media like the the people still have to recognize the shit and still act so how what 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 is the issue why why don't people do so and how do we fix that well i think in general the, the words aren't given to us the words of discontent and the words of rebellion the words of um revolution the these things are hush hush don't talk about like politics well, why do you think um, you always hear about oh don't discuss politics with your friends don't discuss oh, politics with your family don't discuss yeah. politics tables it's because they don't want mm-hmm. everybody getting together in the coffee shops they want everybody getting together in the dining halls and stuff like that and discussing like hey this person's really out here and he's fighting for uh, workers rights he's mm-hmm. fighting for you know minority rights or he's fighting for uh, this and that that's going to help us and um, you know this other guy he's just saying this stuff but he's done all this other thing and he's fake and all this other stuff right they want to be able to keep that factor just like, you know, it's the same thing as gerrymandering and it's the same thing as closing ballot polling stations. It's the same thing as voter suppression. That's what it is. And that that does attribute to the 
bubble culture that we always hear and see the the effects of. You have people that all live in the same household that either actually share the same ideas or they're kind of afraid to disobey their mom or or like uh, question their dad, and it creates that that bubble that they don't want to disagree agree with each other. But then once they go to the outside world, maybe they engage in a discussion about politics for the first time in their life with someone at work. And then maybe the work either, maybe the, the person that they're talk, talking to knows more and knows less, whatever the case, they disagree and they, and they're at each, at each other's throats. I remember when I started to work at my job, there was a note posted to, I started working there a few months after Donald Trump was a, elected and there was a note literally saying that you can be fired for talking about politics and work and i can only imagine that came from somewhere there a fight broke out or or something of that nature happened and that's just part of these cor- these corporate bodies and the media just keeping people apart they don't want people to band together yeah and that's free speech like yeah. they can't fire you for uh discussing the politics and things you got nothing vulgar and stuff like that but corporations can say you not having representation for you with the union, you, the government mm-hmm. is supposed to be everybody's lawyer between yeah. us and the corporations and the other other governments, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But if the if the government is paid by the for the corporations, then we don't have a lawyer. We, I mean, it's like if you go to court and stuff, and uh, the person who's suing you is also paying for your lawyer. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it, it, it's a whole system where you that they've that has been built because like you said or during the greater depression we had someone like in like an fdr and the reason why we're calling this podcast the bull moose podcast is because of um teddy roosevelt and these progressives and like you said um the protests that they had were all caused by actual reporting or well, systematically since those times someone got involved that just started to hold those gears in place those gears are are no longer shifting yeah well it's corporate corporate entities or people like roger ailes and stuff like that Mm -hmm. who are deeply rooted into the republican party and own uh, entities like fox news and things like that so they can he can put you know he loves ronald reagan so anytime he does a story ronald reagan boom he runs it like anything like if he changes the the color of his pants one day, whatever he runs <laughs> Ronald Reagan and stuff like that. How patriotic! He's now wearing dark blue pants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. <clears throat> these, these guys get in control and stuff, and then that's why they have all these sex allegations, and no one can touch them all, yeah. all these years, like Weinstein and Epstein and stuff like that. And Weinstein has become like the the fall guy. You kind of see the same thing with uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Something about these Steens here is going on, <laughs> but um. But to be more more recent, we got Joe Joe Biden that we that we touched on earlier has these sexual allegations. The woman went as far as to say that he penetrated her with his fingers. You know, like yes, Donald Trump is a sexual assaulter in his own right, and it's really fucked up. How did we? How could we have ever gotten to a situation where we thought twenty sixteen was bad when it was Donald Trump versus Hillary? And don't get me wrong, that was awful. I'm not going to lie to you guys and say, like, I was a Donald Trump supporter back in 2016. I've since come come around the block. But now we got a sexual assaulter versus a sexual uh, assaulter to run for the most powerful position in the world. At least you would think. 
I don't want to ask how we got there because we know how we get there. But what do we do now? Do we not vote? Do we vote for the lesser of two evils? What What do we do? And the thing about like words and stuff, like you have to be taught to in school. Like you only teach they teach you about Martin Luther King, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't teach you the real Martin Luther King. They teach you about oh the peaceful marches on Washington and stuff yeah. like that and all the peaceful rhetoric. But they don't teach you about like how he discussed you know. Um, well, wealth disparity. How he said that was one of the number one things between uh, you know the racial divide. It wasn't that blacks and whites were a uh, different color. Is that there was rich and there was very very poor, mm-hmm. and that rich whites and rich poor, sh- and rich I mean poor whites and poor blacks and poor Mexicans shared the same affliction. Yeah, and it was that the uh, um, that the wealth is being uh, sucked up by hoarded hoarded by a one percent and now. One percent. That's you know, just like millionaires. We're talking about billionaires, people who become monopolies, people who mm-hmm. um, suck up resources from other countries and can be um, found guilty of doing uh, natural harm in one country, but come to the United States and have private arbitration where they literally have their own um, court system that finds them not guilty and they don't have to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And people wonder why the uh, United States is hated by the, the, a, lot, a big piece of the, the rest of the world. And that comes back to us just being bullies. And, um, it was not just, it's not us as in the United States. Cause, right, yeah. You know, the people don't really know what's going on because we've thought that our media was, you know, trustworthy and stuff. But it's become clear and clear that. It's either either you can get one side of the story in here, you're, you're going to extreme left, or you're going to get extreme right, mm-hmm. and you're really going to get the sensational, fear mongering stories that are blown out of proportion most of the time. Yeah, and it's so sad because um, you just talked about how MLK wasn't really you know black versus white. Like there may be some. Well, he was a revolutionary. Some, right. He wasn't a um, this you know kid glove kind of person. Yeah, they 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 always misrepresentate Martin Luther King the revolutionary right and he said that we need to you know uh, it, w- it wasn't just a um, uh, a civil march right just need to have a political revolution you know Bernie Sanders talked about political revolution mm-hmm. Martin Luther King was the first one who was talking about political revolution he knew that the framers wrote political revolution into the constitution yeah. for this very fact and, he did, and the revolution I mean the framers wrote in anti- Monopoly stuff in there all over the place. Do you think that MLK believes that he was defeated? Well, he's passed away. Yeah, but do you, do you think like... Oh, like if he's up in the heavens? Right, yeah. Like, does he look down and think like, man, that shit just got worse? No, I don't think he thinks that it got worse. I think he, for a big part, I mean, they've, they've done like major, major strides. Even the fact that we got a black president in the office at all... Mm-hmm. Even though he was, you know, a, a um, neoliberalist corporatist, just like Hillary Clinton, just like yeah. Joe Biden, just like um, uh, President Bush, just like George Bush Sr., just like Bill Clinton. So when we talk about wealth um, gap, the the discrepancy in wealth, you know, in wealth. Bernie Sanders made it so popular with his top 1% of the 1% and all, all those numbers uh, spouting out. Is there, do you really think there's a way 
that we're able to both keep the people where they can live. They can live that quote, quote unquote American dream where all they have to do is worry about um, not keeping afloat, but, you know, like sw- swimming like mm-hmm. they they have all the things that that they need to worry about take, taking care of now. It's just about getting more of it. But also where these corporations and stuff can also survive where we still have like a Walmart to go shopping to or or a or a Amazon to order things online. Is there a world where these things can coexist? Yeah, and that's the idea. Like people think that these corporations are having such a hard time struggling. Even like right <laughs> now they're they, they, like yeah. Boeing and stuff need to bail out. They're fucking bailouts. And it's just, if they weren't doing stock buybacks and maybe have mm-hmm. an emergency fund or maybe put some of the money back into their, their works, they wouldn't be in this problem. But they know that they can get whenever this whole thing crashes, they can get a blank check from the government basically yeah. and to do whatever they want with it. Yeah, and to you buy ha- up small companies that fail. And they did in 2008, and that's mm-hmm. what they're doing right now. Yeah. You have actual real accounts from the owners and, well, not the owners, but like the the corporations talking about how they got a blank check that they didn't even ask for. And it was literally do whatever you want with this money, and then and then you'll get paid later. And in the most recent um, CARES Act, they, they've even had a CARES Act, too, where the people got like nothing still. And the small business fund ran out in a matter of days. But even with the first CARES Act, you got $1,200. Now, to someone in Montana or Wyoming, that's a good chunk of change. Someone like us that that live in California or people that live in New York and or, or other places like that, that's gone before you can even pay all, all of your rent. Who does that really help? Even if you're a married couple, $2,400 mortgage. Okay, maybe you can cover your like house payment or your rent, but then what did you do about food? You you don't have a job. Unemployment is cool and all, but unemployment has to be stressed. Like 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 I said, we're looking at numbers above thirty million, which is around a little bit less than ten percent of the entire population of the states. Yeah, and that's the thing: our economy, our taxes, our GDP, everything generates. The most wealth in the world. Mm-hmm. We're the richest country in the world. Yeah. But we don't have good roads. We don't mm-hmm. have good schools. Mm-hmm. We don't have good health care. Even just giving people the basics. People people in in Europe, countries that are supposed to be second world and stuff, have given those people, the, yep. people those rights years ago, decades ago. Yeah. And the United States is last on everything. Mm-hmm. And today when we're having a crisis, when people need help, we got a strong arm in the government. We got to twist our arms for them to give us pennies. Yeah, but they can give off the corporations trillions. Yeah, yeah. In the same care act that I was talking about, was a corporation got a five hundred billion dollar loan, or not? Well, it, it, they say it's a loan, but and it, uh, I've heard that there's a way that you can leverage that into coming as high as one point four trillion dollars. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about that? Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what it is. Oh, okay. Cool. Because. <laughs> Hit the nail right on the head there. Then good, good, good job, me. And, that, and that's a fucking shame. Like, how did more money? Not only just the people. Like, I'm, I'm going to take the focus off of what we want to focus on for for just a second. But in the same CARES Act, hospitals during a, a virus pandemic got less money than like Boeing, who is suffering because they're not doing any flights now. How are you telling us that? 
the people are expected to have a savings and have all have all this backup in case what our own leader said no one ever saw coming, even though he did see coming because he was warned about it back in January, according to uh, reports. But these billion dollar corporations aren't expected to have a savings, something to fall back on, something to pay their workers. And there's not even if you have more than 500 employees, you don't even have to pay your uh, give them any of the sick leave that they had in the first bill. Um, forgot what it, what the bill was called, but it, which where it, it mandated that you get two uh, two weeks paid a sick leave. They wrote in a way to get around even that, and and for lack of a better term, it's fucking whack. We're supposed to be democracy. That's our money. You know, mm-hmm. it's not. We don't pay to some czar. We don't pay to you know some queen or king. But it's like it's it's like we do. Yeah, it's because we're getting treated like you know you go you can have the scrap and stuff. You guys can have ditches and stuff in your in your uh, in your road in your road, and wreck your tires all the time and your axles and everything, and you have to go yep. get those fixed. Mm-hmm. And then you have shitty schools where kids have broken desks. Kids yeah. got to you know get their butt pinched by those plastic chairs, or <laughs> they're getting their arms pinched by the uh, the fiber wood whatever they got on those on the desks. And they got to share books, and books got water stained and stuck together yeah. and stuff like that. Teachers buy pencils. Teachers buy pens. Teachers buy paper and notebooks and. Mm-hmm. Uh, binders and stuff for our students because their students can't afford it or they have the young parents and stuff. Mm. But it shouldn't be hard for a friggin' school to supply 2,000 number one pencils. Yeah. We can supply millions and millions and millions of bullets f- and for literally my people, I know people in the army who just go out there and waste rounds because they need to waste them. So they, <laughs> really? So that when they, they have the next contract comes up, they mm. have that same, uh, you know, right, that same amount wasted. So they say, right. okay, we ordered the same amount yeah. and stuff like that. So where so where where does the buck stop then? Because we we're not completely identical in our ways of thinking. I still think that like capitalism can be saved. I think it, it can still help a, a a shit ton of a shit ton of a lot more than it's helping now. Right now, it's creating so much damage. I believe you're more on like we need us. Um, no, I think we capitalism will work if we were actually practicing capitalism. Okay, so what? So what do you think we're practicing right now? Right now, it's an oligarchy. We okay. have a certain group who's in power, who has the most amount of money. They control the flow of money. They control the politics. Mm-hmm. They control the media. Is this not? Is that not an oligarchy? Is that not a ruling class? Is that Define oligarchy for me, really quick. That's just a group of people who rule over, like a. Elite group of people who rule over like a country or something like so that. So not even necessarily your king or queen or no or king president. Kings, one person. Oligarchy is like a group, mm. like could be like five, six, seven. But like, are they just like wealthy people? Yeah, it's just mm. like it's like the elite people in your class. That mm. is the wealthy. An oligarchy is the wealthy people in your class. The one percent rule everything. Yeah, that's so true. Um, if it's ruled by like some people and and it's funny to see people just like squabble over msnbc versus fox msc is fake news cnn is fake news it's so wild to see people squabble over those things when that's not the problem and it has and it hasn't been for decades yeah and it's not necessarily like oh it's fake news like i'm sure they have real news Mm. like you know the bird eats the worm and stuff like that but is that news that should be reported right the fact is they don't report the news that should be reported Things like Epstein and, you know, how come 
so many people were on his plane, you know, um, trafficking young children, where they trafficked from. Yeah. No one talks about the cells in Florida who were um, child protective services and police cells and stuff who, who are administrators who've, who got arrested for being tied with Epstein. You but know? not like all the big celebrities, big rich people, or big powerful political figures that were. Well, that's. That I mean, you heard one story about it, but that should have been the whole the whole investigation. Thing. That yeah, should that should have been the thing. All these powerful people coming down. Yeah, exactly. Well, but I mean, he mysteriously, you know, dies off and then suicide. Commits suicide in a cell. Quote. Yeah. By choking himself. And even the you know with guards and yeah, cameras and shit. And even a coroner says it looks like a choke. It doesn't look like it looks like someone strangled him. It doesn't look like he choked himself. Yeah, not consistent. And he's not reported on or anything. You know, this is stuff that the people want to hear about. This is stuff that people care about. Not you know um, that Donald Trump is fucking telling people um, maybe we should have Lysol injections and stuff. <laughs> I mean, they ran that story out of the freaking out the out the breaks, and it's like. You know this guy says stupid, not not stupid stuff, but just insane stuff all the time. Like he's just saying it for the shock factor. Yeah. At this point, because the the friggin' um, because any publicity yeah. is good and then you have publicity. the yeah, and then you have the the um reporters on there, out there hounding, 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 trying to get a sound bite, trying to get him to say anything, and he'll mm-hmm. just say, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna say whatever, you know. Yeah. And it's like that's not a good place to be at for one of the president for a president of the United States or the media or, or anything. It's like a fucking circus up there. Yeah. And like, you know, even Trump says all the time, like you guys always talk like you're always reporting on me. So, so mean, so, so aggressively. And there's, there's some truth there, you know, they're, they distract you with how, with the dumb things that Trump can say and has said, and they don't focus on any of the big issues. And some people on the right are kind of getting to that point when they talk about how about about how much about why they like Trump and stuff. They get to to that point that the media doesn't treat them fairly. But then they want you to talk about like how like Bernie Sanders' ideas will like never work because you can't pay for it and stuff. Yeah, it's almost like they stumbled onto the right answer. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Because, like, now it's like, is this all, with everything going on with, you know, a, another blatant election still again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the part of the Democrats, you know, closing thousands of polling stations in low-income places and cities and things like that, having lines for that people have to wait hours and hours and hours to go vote if they have one day to vote. Right. You know. One day to vote and you're not given a full day off of work. You know, you're given, like, an hour or two or however long it takes you to go vote. So many, uh, yeah. You don't necessarily get paid for those hours too. Um, yeah, they just can't fire you. Yeah, but it's just them having so little polling stations for you to go to. Maybe your closest polling station is like a ten minute drive, but your job is like a ha- is like a twenty minute drive. Mm-hmm. Or for the pe- people that 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 commute, and like I said, and like I said, it's, it's not paid. Yeah, well, there was a, I think in California there was plenty. Of, I mean, in Stockton there was plenty of places, but like places like L.A. where it was like really packed, they mm-hmm. closed down a lot of them, and they had the stupid electric ones too. Like places where it's like oh that fucking app that booed just help fun too yeah that's the thing and it's like they did a different different county so places where it's red mm-hmm. like San Joaquin County is you know usually red. red um it was fine they had plenty of polling stations with paper ballots and you just drop it off but places like where it was um 
extremely strong for Bernie Sanders and stuff. They had these weird polling machines. Mm-hmm. They had all these fucking different uh, excuses. They had, they had different um, reasons why they had to close down polling stations and all this right. stuff. And it took them forever to count those those numbers. And even in places like he did one, he, uh, Bernie Sanders, now this might be breaking news to a lot of people because no one said shit. Bernie Sanders won California convincingly like by like seven or eight points. Uh, my 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 want to double check that, but I know that he he won it convincingly, but yet that never got finished. It was never uh, announced over like um, big media. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and you wonder why people are disaffected by the political process because it's become a sham. It's become a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even imagine what other countries like Russia or China they're freaking laughing at us now. <laughs> yeah. Us always pointing the finger at them, yeah, talk, yeah, yeah, yeah. talking about how they're ruled by a dictators and shit. And we're freaking looking like clowns over here. We mm-hmm. can't even handle the coronavirus. And China's over here doing laps around us. Is that perfect meme of of the Joker looking in the mirror? Exactly. It's it's that to a fucking T. But um, I think that people are disgusted by it, and that's why people are angry. And they don't really know what to do. Yeah, I think that's where we are going to end this episode. Though we touched on a lot of things that we're going to. Uh, talk more about in the next few episodes here i think we're gonna do one episode a week yeah yeah okay with weekly episodes we touched on a lot of those kind of like the like the progressive politics 101 and once again if if this is something that you guys like if you guys are interested in make sure to follow the podcast subscribe to the podcast do whatever you have to do on whatever platform you listen in on uh maybe send us some uh, ideas however however you can just just some stuff that you want to hear us talk about but until the next episode i'm moose he's bull thank you guys so much for uh, listening and uh see you guys next time see you later see ya <laughs> <laughs> see ya see ya